श्री राधे की जाय गुरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाय बोल भक्त बिंद की जाय बोल प्रेम नंदे Where's the book? Grantraj, Srimad Bhagavatam, Vijaya. Set. So good evening. Welcome. And we are going to discuss a little bit about the Rasayatra of Balaram. This is the Purnim, the full moon uh, night. And uh, and this one commemorating the the uh, well, the Rasalila, Rasayatra circle dance of Ram. Something that's not uh, highlighted as much as circle dance of Krishna and we'll try to understand why and uh, how it's considerably important nonetheless merits a chapter in Srimad Bhagavatam in the 10th canto 65th chapter this Leela of Krishna Balaram is described and begins with Sukadev's statement, Sri Sukha Uvacha, Balabhadra Kurushesta Bhagavan Rattam Astita Suhriddhidrikshayor Utkantha Prayayo Nanda Gokulam. Here, Sukadev Goswami is speaking to the Kurushesta. This is an affectionate reference, uh, address. Um, way in which Vyas uh, affectionately speaks about the Raj Parikshit, whose inquiries bring out the the kirtan of Sukadev. In this, in this canto, all involving the wonderful leelas of Ram and Krishna, Guru Shesta, so the best of the the Kurus. I had the un, the the misfortune 
the unfortunate experience of being sent a, an article by um, uh, one of my god brothers about with a link to another article that uh, was describing that uh, person's idea of the significance of the Guru Parampara of 32 names listed in the uh, at the beginning of Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita. You know, I don't know it begins Krishna, Brahma, Narada, so on and so forth, down to Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. You try to make the case that only certain gurus were worthy of honorable mention um, because of their significant uh, contributions and so forth. And, you know, there's some space for that. You can't name everybody, just like you can't name. Shudra Marsh once gave the example of all the scientists. They all make contributions, but we tend to highlight the big luminaries, the Einsteins and the Newtons and so on and so forth. Hmm. But uh, overall, his his point was that um, the great ones all stopped with Prabhupada, <laughs> of course, and there was, there was nobody after that. And he was critical of the fact that in one of Sridharmarsh's books, maybe Shigurna's Grace, the devotees who published it made a list, and they put it after Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi Thakur, they put Prabhupada, and they put Sridharmarsh's two who uh, succeeded him and so forth, who were prominent in their lives as a Diksha Guru, Siksha Guru, and so on and so forth, very appropriate and so forth. Well, the fellow, of course, didn't think it was appropriate. And uh, he was going through the language in um, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur's song, Bengali song, glorifying the Guru Parampara, uh, in terms of the way he had listed it in a, in a um, kind of a essential way, naming the the great luminaries. I mean, over this is over. Let me start with Krishna. It's over you know, thousands of years and so forth. So as I say, you can't name everybody. Hmm. Um, and so he's in the best one. This and the this dear one, Rupa. And, the, uh, uh, and he was making a lot out of. See, he's using these words. He's the dear one. He's the best one, and so on and so forth. Um, to explain what I'm talking about, I had another unfortunate experience. <laughs> Where a fellow came across, uh, Godbrother Mari came across a the pranam mantra that uh, uh, glorifying Sridhar Marsh that uh, that we we sing in all of our ashrams in the morning. We chant it in connection with our Guru Bastakam, uh, uh, Guru Vandanam, glorifying the Guru and so forth. And of course, it's sung at the Chaitanya Saraswat Math, and it describes. Sridhar Marjas, the best of the followers of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So this he found, this fellow found this on the website of another godbrother of mine, uh, uh, Suman Bhakti Raksha, uh, Bhakti um, Gorba Narasingha Marsh, who's a friend of mine and follower of Sridhar Marsh also. Along with you know, the Pranams of whomever else he's honoring there, perhaps Puri Maharaj and of course Prabhupada and so on and so forth, but he was taking great exception to this pranam that said that Sridhar Maharaj was the best of the disciples of Bhakti Siddhanta. And so, um, 
uh, was troubling to me. Because, of course, the idea is that in, in, when we go to the, as Shigamars like to call it, we mentioned in of our recent discussions, the land of gurus, everyone is the best there. <laughs> There's room for more than one best and most dear and, uh, and so on and so forth. Mm. They're all dear, they're all the best, they're all the closest, and uh, uh, we may say one is closer than the other, just a particular angle of vision for a moment and so forth. And Radharani saying, Subal is the best, and he's the most fortunate, he's the closest to Krishna in the public, he gets to hold hands with Krishna, and I don't, <laughs> and such is uh, his good fortune, and so on and so forth. So from different angles, one will be the best, all will be the best. If we look at it comprehensively. Hmm? So, it's an affectionate the point I'm making here. Kuruśeshta, the best of the Kurus, is Pariksit Maharaj. How shall we take a... I thought Arjuna was the best. Hmm? This is only the, the grandson of Arjuna. What about Yudhisthira? He, he was the leader, and, you know, so on and so forth. We're not to make uh, uh, such... Uh, uh, foolish conclusions, uh, unaffectionate responses to such affectionate, such displays of affection on the part of uh, devotees. It's true, to one extent, I suppose, in this world, you love one, you don't love another. Hmm? That's, uh, you know, on that from spectrum we mentioned this morning, you got to move away from that. The more you move away from that, the more you're actually moving closer <coughs> to loving everyone. And that's why we also say that detachment, if properly understood, is a, is a first step in the direction of getting closer to people, loving people. Hmm? So we want to be detached from exploiting our friends and family members. Hmm? We put it like that. Instead of saying... Give up your family. Stop exploiting them and using them for your purposes, conceived as they are in your head, hmm? and making them orbit around your sense of self. Hmm? Something like this. Hmm. That's more palatable, perhaps, but more cutting also. <laughs> so the problem is within us. Hmm? It's not within the Krishna conscious mandate to be uh, affectionate and to love, to love Krishna. Hmm. So, to, as much as we move away from selfishness, self-centeredness, so the more we are moving in the direction of Krishna, even unknowingly. Hmm. That's why we say, give somewhere, somehow. Hmm. Start giving somewhere. So, this is a very affectionate address then. It's not that Arjun's the best and how he's saying that Parikshit's the best. There's a problem. Hmm? Arjun's followers will be upset. Oh, they like that, to hear that. Hmm? So to come up with an unaffectionate uh, response to such an affectionate address is very unbecoming. Hmm? In Vaishnavism, very unbecoming. Hmm? We should avoid that. So Vyasa is uh, saying here that, well, it is described that Sukadev said by Vyasa, if you will, that, oh, uh, Balabhadra Kurukshesta. So the, ra- the, the, the sage speaking to the Raj, addressing him affectionately. It's also nice. The sage speaks affectionately to the king 
in the Gyanmarg, then the, the sage won't be near the king. Hmm? King is worldly. And the sage is a renunciate. He has to stay away from that. We find some, some sense of that in Gaurilila. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, I won't go near the king, the king of Puri. I don't want to go near the king because I'm a sannyasi and everybody will think I'm bought and paid for by the king and then they won't, won't listen to me. Hmm? King means worldliness. You know, there's so many stories in the Bhagavatam of the kings, right? King this, king that, and so forth. And again and again, the Bhagavatam is making a simple point to us through these types of narratives. One principal point, among many other points, of course, that uh, as much as you can acquire materially, you're not going to be satisfied. Hmm. This is the idea. Hmm. That's a simple point, right? But it has to be made over and over again. And still we hear it and we, we agree and we keep acquiring and <laughs> thinking that by the, by a little bit a little bit more anyway. <laughs> I don't want to be a king, but... <laughs> so... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu speaking about his, exhibiting the opulence of Bhagwan, one, one of six, this in particular Bhairagya, detachment to the extreme, he would not go near the king. But that is, of course, not the end of the story. In the Leela, we, we find ultimately he embraces the king, isn't it? So, the, uh, the king is coached by Sarvabhoma and, and he learns how to approach Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when he falls in a trance and then coached by Sarvabhoma he sings about the Gopi Leela to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gets up and says say more, say more and embraces him and so on and so forth so um, formally for the sake of uh, his that his outreach might not be spoiled by think people who didn't understand him. He took sannyas, it's a ruse for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to take sannyas. He's Krishna, the supreme enjoyer. A sannyasi is a renunciate. These two don't go together, they're opposite ends of the spectrum. So how can we say that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna? Hmm? He's a sannyasi, the other one is a, is a, a, a fop or you know, a, a, a gigolo, an enjoyer. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, it's very so that we had to look deeper into Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We look beyond his sannyas. Therefore, one of my godbrothers, he he had little deities of Gornatai that Prabhupada authorized him to worship, and he made little mardangas for them, platinum mardangas and platinum dundas, you know, the, the sannyas staff and so forth. And he dressed them like that, and I looked and thought that was quite curious. Uh, I never seen Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu dressed like that. Hmm? So I asked Prabhupada about it, because Prabhupada also given me permission to worship the little Gornatai deities that we have on our altar in Audarya. There was In those days, we only had deities in the temples. Very few people, a couple people, two, three people, had personal deities. And I was fortunate in that way, because I was traveling around everywhere, and I asked Prabhupada, so he gave me permission. You get little Gornatai, you put them in a trunk, Worship them in the morning, close the trunk, go out and preach, come back in the night, and so on. So I asked him about it, and he says, Oh, we don't like that. We don't like that. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotees do not think, like to think of him as a sannyasi. Hmm? Therefore, Nityananda Prabhu, in one Leela 
when Mahaprabhu fell into a trance, he took the staff of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and broke it, and threw it in the river. So they, 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 the Sanyasa Lila at the same time, of course, very instructive to us. There he instructs Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, we can learn so much. And there he shows the way to enter into the Vrindavan Lila, into the Navadvipa Lila, which is non different from Vrindavan. Hmm? How to enter into the kirtan at the house of Sri Thakur, the Rasa kirtan there, hmm? where he's showing the Krishna Swarup, the, the Swarup and Krishna Lila to all of his devotees. You are so and so, you are so and so, in the midst of their kirtan. So to go there through the sannyas Lila, he's showing the way. But we are interested in the way only in terms of bringing us to the goal, and the goal then leaves this sannyas uh, Lila behind. Hmm. There in Navadvip, there's intimacy with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sannyas creates some distance. You got to sit a little higher, hmm. a little, a little distance. You got to stay in your room. And so, <laughs> sneak out for a walk, <laughs> and so on. So, and of course, the ecstasy of Mahaprabhu was was also Aishwarya showing all this. Emotions and ecstasy that people had to stand back. In Navadvip, they could get very close to him, mm. uh, like uh, servant friends and so forth, and enter the kirtan with him. Mm. So, at any rate, the point is that um, mm. the king, king, king means opulent worldliness and so forth. And so, from a renunciate's point of view, you don't want to associate with somebody who's the epitome of, of worldliness. But as we've been speaking in the last few sessions, bhakti makes a, a wonderful bridge. It's a step back from the world to see it for what it is, and then entering into the world fully. So mm-hmm. we can love our friends in bhakti if we understand properly. Mm-hmm. This is the whole message of Krishna Lila. It said in uh, the Shruti Gopal Talpani, Krishna's a brahmachari. Krishna told the gopis. The gopis wanted to. It was, they were in a, he did cross the Jamuna to go to see Durvas, hmm? and had they thought, how are we going to get across the river to bring him the sweet rice? Krishna said, just say to, in front of the river, Krishna's a brahmachari, and the river will part, and you can pass through. And they thought, tell a lie. <laughs> We've just been out with you all night here, and, 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 and we're going <laughs> to. He said, just say it. And they did, and the river parted, and so forth. They went to Devas and served him, and then he asked any questions, and they said, "Yeah, we got a question. Hmm. What's this Krishna's a brahmachari? How does how does that work?" <laughs> and so forth. So some explanation is there: how to be in the world, but not of the world. So how to take out the selfishness, hmm. and, um, and then you can have uh, you can kind of kind of take the. Take, as Prabhu would call it, something like take the, uh, uh, you know, do a, you know, take the fangs, yeah, the teeth, take the dentures out of the uh, <laughs> serpent, hmm? yeah. right? Fangs, yeah, then no problem, hmm? <laughs> something like that. So, bhakti has great power. This is this is the point. Also, it has great power. Therefore. Grihe taco, vane taco. 
Sada Hari Daka. We have to listen to the last part. You know, Grihetaka Vanitaka. Whether you're a Sukadev or whether you're a Kurusheshta. Kurusheshta means he's a family man. He's addressing him like the best of the Kurus in relation to his family, hmm? his lineage and so forth. Hmm? It's kind of how we identify people. Oh, who, who's your father? Who's your mother? Who's your guru? Hmm? Oh, okay. I see. If I know how to talk to you. Okay. You come from there. Mm-hmm. Like that. So, we're all identified by way of our affection, mm-hmm. right? And our attachments and so forth. So, he's addressing him like this. And implication also is, as I say, that bhakti has great power because we can be a griha, grihe tako, vane tako, tako means you can live in a house or you can live in the forest. Doesn't make any difference. Sada hari bole dako, as long as you're always chanting, as long as you're, to the extent that you're fully engaged, then no problem. And if one situation will help you to become more engaged than another, then that's the best situation. That's how we'll evaluate. So bhakti has that power. The gyan marga, you can't, you can't do that. Yoga marga, you can't do that. The prerequisite for yoga mentioned in Gita, yama niyama, what is it? Uh, it's this, um, they really translate it in, in creative ways these days. That uh, brahmacharya, <laughs> I've seen some very creative translations. That's uh, one of the prerequisites in Yoga Sutra. It's mentioned in the Gita also in the sixth chapter on Astanga Yoga. <laughs> but uh, we don't have a problem with that. Hmm? Because we're not doing yoga, not that kind of yoga. It's a yoga, I suppose you can say, bhakti yoga. Hmm? But yoga as a discipline unto itself, that, that is another thing. Bhakti yoga means it's a it's a it's a linking it's a con- yoga to connect through love with Bhagwan, and that has so much power hmm, that uh, in any situation it can be very engaged. There's no prerequisite, hmm. so it speaks of its power. This speaks of here. Sugadev is there with the sage, of course, or with or with, uh, with 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 the king. He's speaking him philosophy and so forth, but this is a very uh, affectionate uh, way in which Vyasa has described him, the best of the Kurus, and meeting with the sage Sukadev, and Sukadev says to him, Balabhadra Kuru Shrestha. Actually, hmm, he says, Best of the gurus, Raj, this Balabhadra. So here is another powerful image. Hmm? The power of bhakti, I'm speaking about. It's, it's, it's uh, the power of affection to conquer, to control. Hmm? By other means, yamadivir yogopatai kamaloba hato muhu mukunda This is Bhagavatam, Nard says. Tuvias, forget it. Kama, yama divir, yoga patai. Yama means yama niyam, yoga. The, by, by the law, by the rule, by the, by the technique of yoga to control. So this is very, as sophisticated as it is, it's very weak. 
very weak. But Mukunda Seva, love of Mukunda, service to Krishna, this is very powerful. It means to control the senses, control the mind, which is the aim of yoga and so forth. So, Bhakti is powerful, and Balabhadra means this Ram, who is the subject of tonight's discussion, he's uh, very powerful. He's uh, Balabhadra. He has, Bala means strength, and Bhadra means auspicious. So, a very auspicious, a very powerful uh, uh, person. Auspicious uh, power means spiritual power. Hmm? He's a difficult person to understand. It's in as much as it's hard to stand, understand Krishna. If you get someone to kind of get the idea, then you start talking about his brother. It becomes a little more complex. And uh, generally, that's the case. We'll speak about Krishna first, and then about Balaram and the other associates, and so on and so forth. So, Balabhadra <clears throat> Kurukshesta. When he appeared as Nityananda Prabhu, of course, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had to go to great uh, lengths to help his devotees understand Nityananda Ram. Hmm. Um, Krishna Das Kaviraj has followed that also by uh, explaining him in five verses that speak about his ontological position as the presiding deity over existence. You know, you follow the whole thing. It's he's explaining the the yeah the idea that Balaram presides over the Sandini Shakti, the existential uh, potency. Sankarshana Karnatoya Shayi Garbodi Shayi Chapayodi Shayi Sheshes Chaya Shamsa Kalasanatya Nandakirama Saranam Namastu is covering the whole of you know, Vaikuntha and uh, the, the, the world in the, as the Mahavishnu, the whole world in his grip to the uh, entering into the world, gripping the world, outside the world, holding on to it, entering into it, hmm? and from there entering into each heart and every atom and so forth, he's everywhere. Described elsewhere in Bhagavatam as the, what do they say, the warp and the Woof. Wap. Warp and waf. They weave something, you know, like this. This is Balaram. He's threaded throughout the whole, the universe is threaded through and through with what he's about, something like that. <laughs> so these, there's several, five so powerful verses like this that Krishna Kabriyash evokes to. Before, as he starts to explain about Balaram or Nityananda, because as I say, he's easily uh, can be misunderstood. He could be misunderstood, for example, Balaram as a jiva. Sometimes some Vaishnavas think Balaram is a jiva. Because, why? Because they see. They, in a sense, they see exactly what he's about. Hmm? He's actually the source of jivas. He is the in all jivas. Bhaktavimana, Mul, Balram. Hmm? 
the bhakta abhiman, the abhiman means the, the ego of a, of, ser, of a servant, bhakta, the ego of a servant hmm? in in everyone, the, the root of that is Balaram. So he is the personification of service to Krishna. Prabhupada called him Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead, and Balaram, the supreme person, served, supreme personality of Godhead, served, and supreme personality of Godhead, servitor. That's an interesting idea. So Balaram personifies the service uh, in, in Dasyarasa, in Vatsalirasa, in, in, um, in uh, Sakirasa. Hmm? And he, in every way, if we study carefully, he gives support directly and indirectly to Madarasa also. Hmm? So he is the, fi the, the figure of the Godhead showing how to be a servant. Radharani does it as Shakti Tattva. Hmm? And in a sense, Balaram is doing it as, as Vishnu Tattva. Ekala Ishwar Krishna, Arsabhritya, begins with Balaram. All the Krishna is the, is the, is the uh, uh, served, and everyone is serving him, even the Vishnu Tattva, beginning with Balarama. So he is so much the personification of serving Krishna hmm, as friend that he could be misconstrued to be a jiva because he, he's not taking anything uh, for himself. He's the, the principal, the primary face of Balaram. Hmm? So we, we, we sympathize with them. We can understand, oh, we could see how you could mistake. It's almost a glorification. Hmm? Say, Balaram, he's the best of the jivas. He's serving so so well. Hmm? Something like that. Hmm? But he is Bhagwan hmm? Himself. Hmm? Balabhadra, Guru Shesta. Very powerful. The uh, auspicious power, spiritual power, hmm? the power to serve. The pa power power comes from serving, not from taking. We become weak by taking, by exploiting, by serving. We actually become, become strong. Because why? We become connected with the, the source of strength. And I give that example. Some of you may have heard when I was a kid. It comes to my mind when I bring this point up sometimes. That we used to go my brother and I, my older brother and I, and we would ice skate on the pond, and then these older guys would come and they would beat up on us. And, stuff. and it was very, we really liked to go, you know, and this was in the Chicago area. And we'd play ice hockey and what, whatnot, and, and these fellows were, well, you know, they were bullies. You know? <laughs> and so it was made it very difficult. So one day my father also came out ice skating there, and then we could just skate around them and <laughs> make faces at them and so forth. You know, we had, our position hadn't changed. We hadn't become any stronger or anything, but hmm, by connection with a stronger person, then uh, by affection for our father, and that, that brought him out there. <laughs> so this way, hmm, we become strong by service. Bhagavan Ratan Astita. So it says here that he, he's described as Bhagavan. Hmm? Bhagavan Ratan Astita. He, he got on his uh, chariot. He has a chariot. One day Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in his house and, and at night and in a dream, he had a dream, and some crazy person came to the gate and they were on a chariot with a flag of a 
palm palm tree. Hmm? And if the person said, Nimai Pandit, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's family name, Nimai Pandit, where is he? <coughs> Bring him out, and so forth. So when he woke in, 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 in the morning, he told us, well, he's a great personality, he's arrived here in Navadvip somewhere. You have to go and find him out. Hmm? Of course, the, this is the chariot of Balaram has a flag, and it has a, it's a, his emblem is the palm tree. Hmm? So it was Balaram coming in the form of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? And of course, they found him out and so forth. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as I say, helped the devotees to understand his position and so forth. So Bhagavan, he's Bhagavan, Ratam, Astita, he has his, his chariot, he's getting on the chariot in this chapter. And Sudrid Didrikshayor Utkanta, Prayo Nanda Gokulam. What's he doing on that chariot? Where is he going? He's leaving Krishna. We just said he's the best servant of Krishna. <laughs> Krishna's there, uh, you know, outside of Vrindavan. Hmm? And Balaram's going to get it in his chariot and leave. Didrikshaya. Surid Didrikshur Utkanta. With great eagerness. Utkanta means. Uh, well, it means great uh, eagerness. Hmm? He. Um, this. In, in, in Sakiras, in Vatsaldiras, in, in uh, Dasiras, this is the equivalent of the Madhurya Rasa's Purvarag. Hmm. It's a kind of love, expression of love and separation. And in that context, it's spoken of as, haven't met him yet, but you've fallen in love with him. You saw his picture, you heard his name, something like that. Hmm. So this is a kind of beginning of, of love in separation before having met our object of love hmm. um, that intensifies and brings about the union, so to speak. Hmm. So it's not quite used in that way here, but it, the, it, I want you to appreciate the kind of the intensity with great utkanta, with great eagerness. He's getting on his chariot to leave Krishna. So this is, of course, he has Krishna's permission to do so. Hmm. But you'd think, oh, Krishna's giving you permission, I want you to go and do something for me, you, you know, I'll do it because you want, but I'd like to stay with you, but if you like, then I will do. But he has eagerness to go. You can say he has eagerness to carry out Krishna's instruction, but here it's described, he has eagerness for Sujit Didrikshayo. Hmm. He, he is now meditating on the love of the inhabitants of Vrindavan. You know, when after Balaram went and performed this leela, bringing a message to the inhabitants of Vrindavan and so forth, and performing his rasa there, came back in, in Dwaraka. There was an occasion in, on, uh, during which uh, the, a question arose as to Krishna's love for the inhabitants there. Because after all this time, he had not gone to see them. He sent Uddhava there. He sent Balaram there. That's what this chapter is about. Uh, and so Rohini 
Balaram's mother brought up the point that, that Krishna is very hard-hearted. He's very hard-hearted. These people of Vrindavan have been waiting for him. She's a bridge-bossy. She has, knows what, what that love is like, so she's championing the cause of the, the love of the inhabitants of Vrindavan at, at the cost of, in a sense, glorifying Krishna. She's, she's, she's criticizing Krishna and glorifying the love of the inhabitants of Vrindavan. And then Rukmini says, oh, it's not like that. I know his heart is soft. At night, sometimes, I hear him cry out in a dream, Oh Radha, Oh, oh Nanda, hmm. Oh Subal, Ashoda. So I know his heart is soft. Satyabhama comes and says, You know nothing. Hmm? <laughs> you know nothing. She's very competitive in her love for Krishna. I, he does it in the daytime too. <laughs> he, I hear him. Hmm whispering those names. So they are in Dwarka and they are overtly glorifying Krishna and rather than indirectly, you might say, glorifying Krishna by way of glorifying the love of the inhabitants of Vrindavan. They're taking the side of Krishna. Rohini is taking the side of the inhabitants of Vrindavan. Balaram chips in and says, you, he, you girls know nothing. He's hard-hearted. I went there I, you know, I talked to everybody on his behalf. I, I message was he's going to come soon, among other things. He hasn't gone. He's hard-hearted. Hmm? This is Balaram speaking. So he has the point here is he has, he's, he's, Krishna is present. Where is Krishna most present? He's present in that love. He's indirectly seems to be not glorifying Krishna, but actually he's glorifying the love of Krishna. Of Vrindavan, that's non-different from him. This is so the inhabitants of Dwarka they gravitate towards Krishna. They want to keep him there. They don't want to talk too much about that love. They want to say, "Oh, he's you know he he, he likes him," you know. <laughs> They'll tell him tell him he likes him. You know, it's okay. Let's let's not talk about this too much because he might go there. Hmm? And this is what's happened to Balram. That Krishna has said, "I want you to bring a message to the gopis and to the inhabitants of Vrindavan, to mother and father and so forth." I sent Uddhava, but you know, who, who's Uddhava? I mean, he, he's pretty good, but he's not like you. He's not. He's not from the Braj. Hmm? So he just went there, and I sent him to deliver a message, and he just got bewildered. Hmm? He went and tried to preach to them, and then he saw their love, and then he lost it, and he thought, "Oh, what am I doing?" I. I <laughs> If I could become a blade of grass here and uh, be stepped on by these devotees, my, then my life would be perfect. Hmm. This is this was the most learned person in Dwarka who was Krishna's advisor, Shastravit, and he knew all the Shastra and so forth. Shudibir Vimringya, therefore, it, in his own prayer, he more or less says, This place is beyond the Shruti, beyond the scripture, this Vrindavan. Hmm. Uh, if you. Uh, uh, it beyond, beyond the Veda. Hmm. Hmm. There's, uh, they're called phometers. That <laughs> it, it refers to the milk. They foam on top of the milk. <laughs> they're li- they're living in an ocean of milk, the ocean of affection. Hmm. There, it's. Uh, is the idea that uh, there's no law, 
the Vedic laws, it's that's that's not doesn't have any any bearing there. It's beyond all this. Dwarka's a lawful lawful place. Uh, so anyway, he's he's he got totally bewildered. Hmm? Krishna really sent him to learn something himself, his own advisor to learn something. So he told Balaram, you know, you you go there, you 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 bring the message. You you could have better capacity to share what my affectionate feelings with everybody there. And so in speaking to him like this, giving the permission, of course, then this Brajalila is coming that much more on Balaram's mind and. And so he says here that he's going, and he, what's fueling his getting on that chair and going there is the Surya uh, Didrikshu, the, the, the well-wishing love of the members of Vrindavan. Particularly, he's thinking about his well-wishers, hmm? Nanda and Dushoda. He presides also over that Vatsalya Rasa, hmm? his mom and pop, his mom and dad, you know. He's going to go and see them. Krishna's given him the you know the message to deliver and the permission. Now suddenly that what that means to see them again, and of course then he is also the, uh, a you can say he is also a suhitsaka. He has a friendly. He has a he has vatsalya in his equation of his sakya rasa as a well-wishing friend. So he has friends to. He will share his well-wishing with, and these elders who hear his well-wishers. And point here, anyway, Suri also just means means friend, hmm, it's a kind of friendship. He's drawn by the friendship. Oh, ho bhagyam, ho bhagyam, nanda gopa bhajokasam, yon mitram paramanandam purnam brahma sanatanam. Brahma said, that place is pervaded by friendly dealings. Oh, ho bhagyam, ho bhagyam. How lucky are those people? How lucky are those people? Nanda Gokul. Hmm? The people of Gokul, headed by Nanda, these coward people. The Purna Brahma, the Supreme Brahman, is like, they're like their f- intimate friend. Hmm? It's inconceivable. So these friendly dealings of Vrindavan, they're taking over the Balaram's mind and he's leaping on the chariot to leave Krishna. Mm, but he will be closer to Krishna mm, in Vrindavan, speaking to the inhabitants there mm, about Krishna's message and uh, and uh, uniting with them again than he is in Dwarka. So it's a great opportunity for Balaram. Mm. And off he goes. Is the introduction to the to the chapter, <coughs> and he goes to Vrindavan and he. First, of course, meets with his parents, the elders, and and uh, speaks to them about Krishna, and and they ask about his well-being and so forth. They're so happy to meet him, and with his friends he meets, and so forth. And then he meets with uh, with the gopis. We have to go to the gopis because this is Ram's Gopi Leela that we're uh, talking about tonight, commemorating with the with the full moon. So he goes and speaks with the gopis and delivers Krishna's uh, messages to them. Those messages are uh, played out in the Padma Purana. They're not mentioned in detail in the Bhagavatam, but we get the feeling of what was taking place there very much. Hmm. And Balaram, he is, uh, of course his other name is Sankarshan, 
Sankarshan means he, like to draw together. Hmm? So the fullness of his name, it's one of the names he's given by Gargamuni in the cowshed at the name-giving ceremony. Hmm? And the fullness of his name comes out in this Leela, the, fu the fullness of his capacity to draw together. What he's done here, he first meets with Krishna's gopis, hmm? and he speaks to them about Krishna's message and so forth, and in such a way, as Sankarshan, that he actually, Krishna becomes present fully in Balaram. Hmm? He draws Krishna, that means, from Dwarka. It makes him present. You know, there's a famous deity of Balaram, Dauji deity in Vrindavan, uh, on the other side of the Jamuna from the Vrindavan proper. Hmm? Mavan, Gokul, Dauji. Dauji means older brother. This is Balaram's position. As I've said before, he's the Maryada Purusha in Krishna's life, the, the, the person who looks and sees that Krishna's behaving properly. And uh, uh, he complained that Krishna is eating dirt. <laughs> this is a give me an example. He's a kind of a guru for Krishna, one of Krishna's gurus. Hmm? Uh, as he's only a few days older, so it's only a formality, but sometimes it's, it, it, it shows up. Hmm? Now, Yasoda, of course, is the personification of, of um, well-wishing, parental love. Hmm? and concerned about the behavior of her son, and so forth. She's always telling Balaram, you have to take care of him in that forest, watch over him, you're the elder brother, this is your duty, and so on and so forth. So, this is, so he's the Mariyata Purusha in Krishna's life. Of course, as we see here, he does not object to Krishna's relationship with the gopis, so it must not be as bad a behavior as it looks on its face. There must be more to it than that. He is conveniently absent during that, hmm? that it might go on. Because if he's present, then those gopis and Radharani, they, they'll, be, the, 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 they'll be in a more formal atmosphere where they have to show respect to the older brother. Oh, Krishna's here with his older brother. Stand up. Hmm. Something like that. And if it's not, if Balaram's not there, then they can say whatever they want to Krishna. Hmm. Uh, so they, they have to show some respect in the presence of Balaram. That's, so Balaram leaves so that it might go on, so there might be that intimacy. He's not present there. Here he's present, and um, what, it is, what it is said about him, Sankarshana uh, Rama, Sandashanadrita, later on in the text, that Balaram met with the gopis and... they showed great respect for him. And it goes the other way. And he showed respect for them also. These are Krishna's gopis. Hmm? You see, the nature of his relationship with them is different than the, than the relationship of Krishna with his gopis. But he made Krishna present. Hmm? And then he danced with them in rasa. That Dauji deity I was mentioning, this famous Balaram deity, he's black. And you know, it said that, that Krishna is, is Sham and, and Balaram is, is white. Krishna is black and 
Brahma's wife, there's no difference between them. Sometimes it's described like that, except for their complexion and some emotions hmm, corresponding and so forth. But the deity of Daoji is black, so the, I, the idea is that in this Leela, hmm, Sankarshan really fulfills his name. He draws Krishna completely there. Hmm, and he completely represents Krishna. He has absolutely no uh, ego of enjoying. Hmm? He completely, in a representational way, makes Krishna present. This is the whole idea of the Guru. Hmm? The Guru, he accepts all these things. They, they throw flowers at him and don't eat, eat some more. You know, I've cooked all these things, and you know, they want to feed him. They want to, you know, he's the object of, 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 of worship. They're the servants, and they're worshiping, honoring the guru, and giving all the nice things, and so forth and so on. But he, he, of course, only takes that in a representational uh, capacity. Hmm? You understand? Hmm? Not to enjoy that, send that to Krishna. Something like that. So this is the idea. So Balaram is doing this in this Leela. And he turns black, as the Im implication is. Krishna is so much present that in that Leela, Balaram turn is actually takes on Krishna's complexion. He's so much drawn him there, so much representing him. And he's so much able to do that because so much the enjoying spirit is absent in him. And so much the serving uh, ego is present in him. So he dances with uh, all these gopis and they feel Krishna's presence. He pacifies them as much as could be possible and assures them Krishna will come in the future and so forth. And then the text goes on to say that, oh, he has his own gopis, another group of gopis that are not Krishna's gopis. And so then he caters to them. They were too young at the time of Krishna's Rasalila to to join him. And so Balaram has come back. If you, in Gopal Chump, what's described, Nandamaraj insists when Balaram comes back, there are some girls here. They haven't been married yet. You've got to marry them. So an arrangement is made and so forth. Yugoswami plays out the Leela there. Balaram, out of service, he takes on all these these girls and and uh, makes their life perfect and so forth. <laughs> and uh, as with these gopis, then he has some rasa. Hmm? Now, even this he's doing at the command of 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 uh, of Nanda Maharaj, hmm? he's doing something that Krishna didn't get to do because they were too young. So he's because they all want to marry Krishna. Hmm? So it's all in it in in, in this uh, serving mood. Sometimes people say, I I have had to always say, I really like Balaram. I I want to be a servant of Balaram. And then they want to they think Balaram has his own Rasalila. This is brought up in very powerful way in. The writings of Vrindavan Das Thakur is a devotee of Nityananda Prabhu, devotee of Balaram. He's, a, he's a, in Sakyarasa. Vrindavan Das Thakur wrote the Chaitanya Bhagavat. So in Chaitanya Bhagavat, in the very beginning, he says, Balaram has a Rasa Leela. Don't mistake it. Hmm? 
But it's not. He's not speaking about a in a way to say, Balaram's got his Rasalila, Krishna's got one. We like Balaram's, and we're going to join Balaram's Rasalila. You know, we're the devotees of Balaram. Nothing like that. He wants to say, he's also God. Again, that this is a difficult case to be made, especially the way Nityananda Prabhu conducted him himself sometimes, uh, rather unorthodox to, and hard to understand. So he wants to say he has his own Rasalila too. Hmm? He's, he's also uh, the Godhead. Don't misunderstand him and so forth. But, but we, we, we're wrong to think, oh, I want to become one of the gopis of, of Balaram. And this, is, this is a very different idea. Hmm? This is not the full face of Balaram that's been given to us by Goswami. So it's not the wind that we're to have the opportunity to pass through and have association with him. Hmm? Indeed, that relationship of Balaram with the gopis, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and others have described as Mariada, hmm? not Rag, but Mariada, full of etiquette and so forth. And, and Balaram as presiding over Batsaliras, Sakiras, Dasiras, there's all Ragmarg. Hmm? Especially Sakiras. He is the best friend of Krishna. Hmm? So there we find the fullness of, uh, 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 of of Balaram. And we talk about this Leela for the sake of also, in a sense, bringing that out. What is his position? How well he could represent Krishna, how he could do the bidding of Krishna, even with regard to marrying the other gopis and having rasa with them and so forth. Hmm? Hmm. So he is the Supreme Personality of God, the uh, Servitor. Hmm? We speak uh, uh, about him, if we want, if we think we want to be, another lady wants to me, I really like Balaram, I want to be a devotee of him. I say, you have to understand <laughs> Who he is, then it's, uh, they want him. The idea was, I want to enjoy Balaram. <laughs> you know, Balaram is the personification of, of serving. We sing a nice song on Audarya. How's that come? Hmm? About Nityananda Prabhu. Yeah, I can't forget how it starts, but. Um, morning, morning song. No, it's a different line. And it's indirect, but no, this is second verse. The second verse. Arpatra got patra. What is it? Across his chest. Anyway, it describes Jalamala uh, Sutra. Jalamala Sutra. Mm. Uh, all these things describing, actually, covertly describing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's paraphernalia. He wears a Brahmin thread across his chest. He has his shoes, his paduka, his atapatra, his umbrella, his bed, and so forth. Mm. This is the morning. Description of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's leave. He's in his bed. He's got the, uh, his shoes are there, and umbrellas at the door, and he's ornamented by his the beautiful thread. He's the best of the Brahmins, and 
and so forth. Dvijamane, Bhakshe, Tabha, Jalamala, Sutra, Paduka, Parai, Dwari, Aratapatra. Sukasari means that the parrots are are chanting and so forth. So it means what? It, it's a, it, we're, we're really we're glorifying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but we're speaking about his paraphernalia, and that paraphernalia is all Balaram. So Balaram manifests as the shoes, or Nityananda manifests as the shoes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Balaram are the shoes of Krishna. For uh, Nityananda, you see, his position is better. Hmm? More than, he's Balaram plus. Hmm? <laughs> So Krishna, Balaram manifests as the shoes of Krishna, as the bed of Krishna, hmm? as the umbrella over Krishna's head from the sun. Hmm? And so forth. all these things are mentioned. But Krishna doesn't wear a Brahman thread. <laughs> and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, at least in Vrindavan. <laughs> he does it later on in Dwarak and Mathura, but not in Vrindavan. Hmm? It, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu does. Balaram is so Balaram is at his feet, hmm, at his head, from head to toe, and in between, wrapped around his torso entirely, fully absorbed in serving him from top to bottom and middle. Hmm, something like that. So the very personification of Seva. Hmm. So it's, and it's very beautiful and very uh, interesting and significant that that the way in which this point is brought out in this Leela where it, it really looks just the opposite. There is Balaram with Krishna's gopis. Hmm. And he's dancing with them. Hmm. But again, he's turning black. Mm -hmm. hmm. He's fully out of the way hmm, that Krishna might be fully present. This is the idea. Pujapachita Raj once said about our Prabhupada, he emptied himself out so much of any other desire, any other spiritual desire, hmm, than just to do the bidding of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasati Thakur, of his guru, hmm, which, which was really, probably called it an order. My Guru Maharaj ordered me to come to the West and preach, but if we look at it accurately, see, he wrote a letter to Prabhupada said, I think it would be good for you if you spoke in English to the Western people. And so, so he made a suggestion. Prabhupada, that's my order. Prabhupada had written to him if I could have any service. Hmm? I was unable to be present in the mission. I was a householder and so forth. And now time's getting on and I wonder if there's any service. And Prabhupada said, I think it would be good if you can speak in, in preach in English, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. So well, the extent to which he took that up, this is oh, okay. The, he called it. This is Guru 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 Nishta, hmm. yeah. uh, with one-mindedness, order of the Guru, and emptied himself out of every other concern, making so much room for such a big person as Balaram to come in. Sankarsana Karanatoishai Garbodishai Chapayodishai. This is describing. He is the Vishnu Mahavishnu. I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that. Hmm. And uh, the, the whole world is coming from this person entered into his heart. He made room for that, hmm? and from them that that presence he derived the power to to um, well to make all this happen, right? Hmm? To and to uh, to uh, uh, fulfill, carry out the order of 
Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Hmm. So, any question? Yes. Gopal Chapu, Jiva Goswami makes a case, you know, a strong case that Bala did not dance with Christian focus. And, and I, you know, I've also heard you make that case also. So this mm-hmm. past time you're basically saying it wasn't Bala because Krishna, I mean, it was, he was, Krishna was so much present that it was really Krishna that was dancing. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah. Different ways to talk about it. He wants to emphasize the point, the Siddhanta. Hmm? And he has his own gopis and so on and so forth. So you know, he takes a particular strategy there in Gopal Champu to bring out some certain points of Siddhanta, uh, like the point that, that, that Krishna's relationship with gopis is is not um, illicit, they're actually married, and, and he plays that out and so forth. And then over the Swaki, they belong. The tattva is, the siddhanta is, they belong. The bhava, the lila is, they appear not to. Hmm? There's appearance of Radha not belonging to Krishna. And if you study that, it emphasizes the extent to which she and Krishna belong to one another. Hmm? So it's swakya from one point of view, from the tattva point of view. Swakya means belonging. Hmm? I mean, who would think Radha belongs to anybody else? But there's an appearance of her belonging to someone else in the Leela, which only, really, if you understand it properly, brings you to the conclusion that that, she, that much more she belongs to Krishna, despite obstacles, in other words. Hmm? It is it is a pratihata. Hmm. Nothing can get in the way. And something is put in the way hmm, of her belonging to Krishna, of her loving to Krishna, just to illustrate that point. And so there's a whole leela of escaping from her so-called husband and and so forth. And then the Goswamis have talked about it another way, by way of saying, Abhimanyu, who's the, the, the husband of Krishna, is a, a, a Radharani, is a particular manifestation of Krishna. <laughs> Manifesting as Abhimanyu, as Govardhan, as the husband of Chandrabali and so forth. Partial manifestation. So they just want to say, don't think for a minute that Radharani has got any other concern but Krishna, that Bhakti is centered anywhere other than on Krishna. Different ways to make the same point. Mm. What else? Yes. Well, the Dwarka Leela is, you know, Krishna and Dwarka Leela is like, in remembering the Vrindavan Leela, uh, I think Srinivas Marsh once described it like, like a train wreck, you know, two two. <laughs> the Bhava of Dwarka and then remembering that 
Vrindavan Leela, Krishna crashes. As the Jagannath is all limbs brought in like this, eyes like big and so um as far as Balaram going to Vrindavan one of the reasons that Balaram is going instead of Krishna is because the Dwarka people put up so many obstacles for Krishna going. Hmm? And so and, and this arrangement was made. And that, uh, they could they could deal with that. Hmm? Let Balaram go, but not Krishna, something like that. But what the Leela is uh, is is saying to us, really, is what the entire of the Mathura and the Dwarka Leela are saying to us. They're reflecting back on the Braja Leela and highlighting it and saying that this is the ideal. This is the the zenith of of uh, theistic uh, possibility, possibility of aesthetic rapture. Hmm? The whole the whole Leela of the Braja culminates in the Ras Leela of of Krishna. Hmm? And then after that, everything's reflecting back on that. Shortly thereafter, they go to Mathura and Dwarka and so forth. And all those leaders are f- reflecting back on trying to showcase it indirectly. Hmm? So ba- Uddhava is sent there. Balaram is sent there. brings a message. The highlight, the, their, their love is highlighted. They, Krishna's not there and still they're, they're, they're described as lifeless. Hmm? They stopped eating. They stopped sleeping. They're described like this. Practically, hmm? even though there's this is a huge obstacle, Krishna's gone. They, the gopis were married. At, well, they wanted to marry him. <laughs> and he left. Hmm. So that's that's the idea. Even hmm. you following the Dwarkalila is taking us back. Dwarkalila is very beautiful, of course. Maturalila is very beautiful. Hmm. Their Krishna. The difference is that their Krishna is. They know that Krishna is God. Hmm. So it's Vaidimarg, but it's Krishna Bhakti. Just like we have Prahlad, he's a Krishna Bhakta. In Vaidimarg, we have Narada, he's a he's a he's a Krishna devotee, but in Vaidhi Bhakti. So he's frequenced Dwarka. Hmm. They know about the Braj Leela in ways that the Vaikuntha people don't. Like some people in Ramanuja Sampradaya, they go to Golok. Some of the Alwars, they had love like Rukmini's. If you read their poem, you can understand. Oh, they had with this far. Ramanuja Sampradaya goes that far. Hmm? So those there, they know about the Brajlila. Hmm? Like Rukmini knows. Oh, Krishna's heart is there, but we want to keep him here. <laughs> hmm. And sometimes he shows his forearms there, that he's God. And they think, this is so far out. God, God is in our family. That's what they think. This is so incredible. Look what, what is our existence. We have this wonderful family and God lives in it, is a member of it. <laughs> That's how they think. In the Braj, they don't think like that. They think, our existence may not be very good, but we've got Krishna as our friend. Hmm? We're not like those sophisticated people in, in, in Dwarka and so on and so forth. They worship Narayan hmm, in their homes. They are good, de- good devotees, religious people. <laughs> what else? Yeah. Uh, the sentiment, uh, 
they don't rise to that zenith of sentiment, the wives of Krishna and Dwarka, where just the thought of Krishna pricking his foot. So when they say, well, we hear Krishna in his dreams calling out for the gopis, or we hear, even I heard it during the day, you said earlier. Satyabhama. But still, we'll keep him with us. Some selfishness is there. Spiritual selfishness is there. Hmm? Rukmini could not cross over the Vedic law. Hmm? She hoped that Krishna would make some arrangement to get her out of the, the situation where she was going to have to marry this Sishupal. But she wouldn't, there she was waiting for the marriage and she, she wasn't just going to run off uh, but she, she was under Vedic law, hmm? and and she identified with that. So the Vaidhi took precedent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then she sent a letter through a Brahmin, and Krishna came and, you know, made an arrangement within the law, the Gandharva, what is it called, wedding or something, where the husband comes in on his horse and steals her right off the, off the altar or whatever, you know. <laughs> You're coming with me, you know. Yeah. She says, uh, and and so on. But she couldn't just run off. And the gopis, they just forget it. They ran. Hmm? <laughs> so they're, they're, the selfishness means there's some sense, a greater sense of self. Hmm? And a greater sense of self means there's some distance between me and Krishna. Hmm? There's me and there's Krishna. The more the love comes, the you know, if you if you want to talk about oneness, this is the Brajlila. They, they they are really one with Krishna hmm? in love. Their sense of self, it, 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 it has no, no bearing. Hmm? Whatever, even, even, it, therefore, it, uh, if it pleases Krishna to go to Dwarka, what can we do? We'd rather have him here. But, it, but we, the reason we don't want, the reason that the gopis don't want Krishna to go to Mathura, well, the, the, okay, the queens don't want Krishna to go to Vrindavan. We're saying they're selfish. I mean, it's a very high thing, so don't misunderstand. It's very beautiful. Hmm? But now on the other side, Krishna is going to leave to Mathura to kill Kamsa, and the gopis don't want him to leave. So we've got selfishness on that side too, right? No. Hmm? Why they don't want him to leave? Why Radharani doesn't want Krishna to leave? Because she knows, she knows he can't be satisfied there. She knows he won't be as fulfilled there as here. Therefore, I don't want him to go. This is a different, a different thing. Hmm? Yes. So the um, the point where Krishna disappears from the Rasa dance, and their sense that they start enacting the pastimes. You said the oneness is there. They're becoming. <coughs> They're so wrapped in Krishna at that point in madness, they become Krishna. Don't become like, Krishna. That's a kind of bhava, hmm? but it's a it's a identification by way of identification. They're becoming one in love. They they lose the. This is the whole. You know, it reaches its pinnacle. Radha Krishna pranaya vikriti ladini shakti rasma papi bui They become. Uh, it's a. It's this. Uh, uh, this is the whole prema vibhartha bilas. It's found also in a Ramananda Samvad. It culminates in this Ramananda song. 
Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, said, say something else. He said, I can't say anything else. At least I can't say anything else and represent it with the Shastra. Because everything he said, Mahaprabhu kept asking him, what's the highest goal of life and how to attain it? Hmm? So Ramananda kept giving different suggestions. Mahaprabhu said, there must be more than that. There must be more than that. So he's taking us up this kind of spiritual ladder of types of attainments and the means to, 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 to attain them. Mahaprabhu says, say more, say more, say more. And he gets to this zenith hmm, of Radha's love for Krishna. And Mahaprabhu says, is there anything else? He says, there's nothing else I can say. Everything I've said, I've made a statement and I've backed it up with a scriptural reference and so forth. Hmm? Now, I, I have something, but I, I can't support it. Hmm? And Mahaprabhu said, come out with it. And then he gives that poem, this mystic song, he said. Hmm? And the... And this is the, the, the complete merging of Radha and, and Krishna. They, they don't know the difference between themselves. Hmm? Something like that. It's, it's as if, you know, everything you wanted, I wanted. Everything I wanted, you wanted. They, and they, they, they lose the, the distinction. Yeah. And this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And the distinction between that... So then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Ramananda Roy said, says, wow, I like that. And look at this. And there Ramananda sees that sannyasi turn into Radha and Krishna. And then he sees them turn into Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. Mahaprabhu said, I'll give you verification. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, give you, I'll give some support to that. So, oh, Ramananda is uh, overwhelmed. Hmm. Your question? Christmas present, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what rasa are the um, queens in Dorka? They're in Madurasa. Mm, but it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's maybe a little mixed with Rag and Vaidhi Mark mixed together. A mixture of the two. Therefore if you worship the queens of Dorka you can develop that. You mix Vaidhi Rag Marg with Rag Marg. Hmm? That's the destination. The, Vishwana Chakrabhati Talakura highlights. It's very extraordinary love, but still it's 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 in the books, so to speak. The Brindavan Lila's off the books. <laughs> so there but there will may be some devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that are attracted to that more. To yeah, there are devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that are attracted to different um, different leelas. There are devotees like Murari Gupta who was attracted to Ram Leela and so forth. There was that Nishinga Brahmachari who liked to worship Nishinga Dave and others. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, all possibilities there in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. Yes? You were talking about Uddhava not having the same ability to solace the residents of Vrindavan as Balaram. And, um, in the Gopal Champu it, it mentions that Uddhava has a, a Gopal form. Uddhava. Mm -hmm. Therefore he couldn't satisfy them, is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm just saying, you were saying how he couldn't, he wasn't, didn't have the ability to satisfy the residents, but so is that kind of like 
like the, just like Radharani, she has her deform and Dwarka Sachibama. So it seems like a lot of the residents in Vrindavan have a partial manifestation of themselves in Dwarka. So Uddhava has this partial manifestation of his Gopa form in Vrindavan? No. That's not. And has not been described. Well, it just says that he has a go form. Oh, oh, Jiva Goswami says. Jiva Goswami says. In what context? He was, I don't remember the part of the, um, maybe when Uddhava went to Vrindavan. I can't remember, I'd have to look and see, but I remember it struck me that, and I remember I told you, I said, oh, mm. look, Uddhava's got a go form. Mm, no, I don't remember that. But when he went, he went as Uddhava. Of course, he looks like Krishna. Right. Hmm. They, but I guess that sentiment just gets covered then in, in that partial. What sentiment? That if he has, would have a has a gopa form that resides in Vrindavan. I see. Then that's not the one he came and gave a message. No. In. So, so that's what I'm saying that when they are in uh-huh. these different leelas, they don't have they they get covered with their full sentiment, which is manifest in Vrindavan. Yeah, so that's right. She's saying some of the devotees that Krishna goes to Mathura, the devotees go with him. Krishna goes to Dwar- Krishna goes to Bhaikuntha as Narayan. Hmm? They go with him. When Narayan shows on Janamastami and Bhaikuntha, Krishna Leela, then they all take their gopi forms, gopi forms and participate in that. Hmm? What else? Yes. Um, you were saying, emphasizing that Balaram is the, um, the, the he's the greatest service, but I thought Radha and Yogi. Yeah, no, I mentioned that uh, in, in, in representing the Vatsalya, Sakya, and Dasya Rasa, and Radharani in, in uh, Madhuri Rasa. But, but the difference also is that she's doing it as Shakti Tattva. He is Vishnu Tattva doing that. Hmm. That's the difference. So amongst all the Vishnu Tattva, he is he is the say the, the source of the serving ego in everyone, in all the jivas. He's the source of all the jivas. Hmm. Mahavishnu, Mahasankarsham, Baladev. So the serving ego in all persons comes from him. Hmm. Bhakta, Viman, Mool. Balaram. <laughs> what else? Well, interesting evening. A little subdued. No, I never read anything about that. Um, well, you, 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 you read that Radharani has tilak. I wondered why we, you would think that Krishna wears tilak, which is interesting. <laughs> Krishna wears tilak, yes. Everybody in Vrindavan wears, they're all devotees of Vishnu, so <laughs> Vishnu's devotees of Narayan. 
She needs her tea lock. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we don't see that as an interesting point in any 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 the any deities. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> we have to think about that. Basically, you know, we are accepting as they come to us. Sometimes, right. <laughs> what else? Yes. Is it okay if I ask a question that's off the topic? Yeah, sure. Um, I was just wondering, well, my husband was wondering... Um, but no harm, you can... You can put... You can put on. Okay, You do it first. What he said... Just about initiation, what takes place during the initiation... I noticed some things you do that I've never seen before, and I was just wondering about that. And also, my husband wanted to ask that question, but he couldn't come to that. What did you see? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it, it was just like he saw different things also at, at, in Costa Rica and Madhavan. Like you gave Tilak to. Oh, yeah. He just wanted, he thought it was really personal, and we just kind of wanted to know what was Yeah. Well, Actually, you know, there are any number of ways to do that. I mean, it's really a transaction of affection and love and sharing of uh, transcendental knowledge in the form of the mantra and uh, the guru's faith and experience behind that. Um, so that's the sum and substance of it. And then there are different ways in which ritually that can be adorned, if you will, to bring attention to it and um, make it more apparent that something's going on, rather than just the uh, kind of the invisible, so to speak. Hmm? So those are ways of, as I say, bring, bringing attention to it, um, and uh, yeah, in different uh, sects they may um, adjust that to one extent or another. But um, the system that we use is coming from Bhakti Binod. And what's that book? No. Hari Bhakti Bilas. Hari Bhakti Bilas. Hari Bhakti Bilas. Um, Bhakti Goswami. For the Vaishnava Diksha, Vaishnava Initiation, to give the mantra. Bhakti Binod Thakur described that there are five elements. Uh, uh, that are part of the diksha. There's, if I can remember them, I have been initiated, but <laughs> there's the pondra means the tilak. Hmm? And then there's the nam hmm? and mantra and yagya and tapa. Tapa, Yagya, Nam, Mantra, Pundra, or Tilak. Hmm? So he has written about this. These are the five elements. And so, so the Tilak is given, and the Tilak, of course, is the ornaments of the devotee. They, they, they decorate themselves as devotees of Krishna. Hmm? And, um, and then the Mantra, of course, is the Mantra. And Nam, so 
usually we 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 write Krishna Nam. Well, that's the tapa actually. Nam means you, you give a name. Hmm? So and so das, right? You give the name, you give the tilak, you give the mantra, and you give the yagya means that you give now the opportunity to to engage in the uh, deity worship. That's the yagya archan, because with the, with with the mantra, the mantra corresponds with the deity. So now you've got the the deity is the mantra. Hmm? The fo- the deity is the form of the mantra. It's described in Bhagavatam, Narada tells Vyas, and in other places as well, of course. So that's, we were speaking this morning about the form of God, so the, you have to think of it like that. Hmm. He's the, the mantra is the form of the deity. Oh, it's not an ordinary form. Hmm. And by invoking the mantra, then the form manifests, and, a form, and you have manifest a form also, like I was saying, a meditative form this morning, a real form, not like this one. Hmm. So, the tilak, the mantra, the nam, and the yagya, and you know you 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 do a yagya also, some with the fire and all the that kind of thing, but it really means you get opportunity now to participate in the, in the deity worship because you've got you've got the you've got the mantra and the deity corresponds with the mantra and so when it's it's employed in the uh, service of the form of of the Lord, and then tapa, and tapa means uh, it used to mean like, well, and those of you who like the Sri Sampradaya, it means uh, branding. So they would brand the symbols of Vishnu on one. Hmm? The Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was was more gentle than that, and so um, his Sampradaya, we take the tilak and we make. Krishna Nam out of that. We put Krishna Nam on, you know, they have this, you know, those Tilak stamps they make, don't you? And then it says, Hare Krishna. Something like that. So we, we, we do those. This is Bhakti Vinod has explained like that. And then we do the Yagya as described in uh, Hari Bhakti Vilasa, similar to what Prabhupada was doing. And, you know, Prabhupada wanted us to to kind of look into these things, and he said, "I'll leave the details to you." Something like that. You know, he told you can learn about deity worship from Radharaman Goswami, as he told us once, or from somebody in Godimath too. I think he he recommended. And you know, he was very busy in the Bhagwat Marg for his campaign. He was opening temples and preaching, writing books, and so forth and so on. And a lot of the details he wanted us to fill in and even, as I say, recommend other people we could learn them from. And So even the systems within ISKCON, for example, which some of you and your husband may be more familiar with, are systems that were largely developed by Prabhupada's disciples that weren't exactly the way, you know, he um, did it. Like now in ISKCON, for example, you know, and most of the, they have the deity worship book and so forth, and they'll worship the first, uh, this, um, offer the to Krishna, and then to, you know, the, then to the gurus, from up to down, you take the item offered for Krishna's enjoyment, then Krishna, the remnants you take and give to the guru, and like this. And we first started Prabhupada, just offer to the guru, make sure you do that. <laughs> and, you know, get that in the picture, because this Krishna Bhakti, 
There's no Krishna Bhakti without Guru Bhakti. Guru Bhakti's part is an Anga of Krishna Bhakti, in the first Anga, Adoguru Vashraya, taking shelter of the Guru. So we preface our worship of Krishna with the worship of the Guru. So he saw us at one point to do Arctic like that, just offered to me first, then the idea would, I'll pass it on, you know, up, something like that. But then we would, you know, play that out, so to speak, by doing the circles and all, you know, uh, to Krishna. So um, the way that most examples do it, the other way around, because hmm? it looked like, well, I've offered it to Krishna, to Prabhupada, now I'm going to take Prabhupada's remnants and give them to Krishna. That's not a good idea. Hmm? So we'll take Krishna's remnants and give it to Prabhupada, something like that. Anyway, so a lot of the temples have changed like that. I think I've got books teaching it like that, and so on and so forth. So some of these things get changed, and Prabhupada wanted us to kind of look into that and fill in the details, so to speak. So anyway, we've developed this this kind of system, as long as Mangu Paul's here to do the yagya and stuff, or somebody. If we don't have somebody, then we leave out the fire, sacrifice and and then you know we give the we give the mantra the, the Krishna Hare Krishna mantra in the ear speak it in the ear or the if it's the, the second initiation there's several mantras so we give the primary mantra and then afterwards they come and we give the other mantras on with paper also they can learn them and so forth does that help yeah chanting on the beads we do that too Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, My godbrother Narshingamarsh, he um he 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 has a principle he won't chant any beads that weren't first chanted by uh, um, by another Vaishnav. So he lost his beads one time. So he had he wouldn't chant on a new set of beads until Vishnu Marsh, our godbrother, chanted on the beads first. Mm. So that's kind of idea, something like that. Hmm. I lost my beads once. Oh. Prabhupada gave me another set. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so, anything else? <laughs> so you kept me pretty busy. I'm a little tired tonight. Maybe you could tell, but um, um, it okay? <laughs> and. Um, And then tomorrow we have initiation, so, and that's at your house, right? Yeah, okay. It's at your house. Yeah, I've been there. And then, uh, and then we're going to go to some of us, at least most of us, as far as possible, to to Saragrahi, right? That's going to be fun. I look forward to that. Are you coming out? Good. Okay. Jai Sri Baladev Rasyatra Ki Jai Or Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Bhut Premanandi He's not the lover of Radha there and so these names are more relative to Vrindavan uh, and so those Leelas will with the form will come out there Krishna also but he's all, the name extends further as well so when the devotee is successful in meditating, then you know the mantra will speak to you, and and then and then the particular name will be prominent in the mantra, and then the qualities of that deity 
in each different sentiment of love for Krishna, Krishna certain qualities of Krishna will stand out. Hmm? And so, as far as like guna, you know, you have nam, dhyan, rupa, dhyan, guna, smarnam, rudasmarnam. So, meditating on the qualities of Krishna, this involves having become acquainted with a form of Krishna that's in the name that speaks to me, so to speak, or reveals himself, that has particular qualities hmm, that then correspond with particular leelas and so forth. So it all unfolds. But as far as how to and so forth, I think, you know, really you, you have to you have to sit and you have to give that entourage full attention. Hmm? And you, you got it has to come to a point where you know, the, the mantra is what you're doing. Hmm? And you're, you know, if you do it like Prabhupada taught three times a day, hmm, you know, you're waiting for those times to come around. <laughs> Something like that, other than, oh, I just forgot, forgot, you know. Of course, if you're doing a lot of seva and so forth, there's maybe cause for forgetting there. Seva means, ultimately, the mantra is, is, is superseded by seva in the Leela. Nam, too. Nam recedes to the background, mantra recedes to the background. Mantra's efficacy has been reached. It retires altogether. Nam recedes to the background. Means Nam recedes to the background. Means Rupa, Guna, and Lila, which are in the name, have come to the foreground. Hmm? And when Lila comes to the foreground, and I'm participating in in, in the Lila, hmm? Nam is in the background, but now Nam's in the foreground. Therefore, therefore, Nam is more is non-different from Krishna, but different from Krishna, right? The name is non-different from the named. But, Mr. Sane, how is the name also different from Krishna? The name of Krishna and Krishna are one, right? But also the name is different than the named. That's right. Who said that? More merciful. Because it is said, well, we have offended the form, you know, we, we, the, he doesn't come before us, but the name is coming. Hmm? So Rupa Goswami says the name is more, more generous. So he comes to the foreground. Now the name in the name is the form, uh, the qualities in the lila. So you have to mind those, so to speak. Hmm? Mind those with your mind. <laughs> you have to, they come out, you know, and uh, and then the name is receding to the background, and the form is taking precedence. And gunas and lila's ultimately. So, what else? The ten syllable mantra Om Kim Gopijana Balalaya Soha something like that. Kim Gopijana Balabaya Swaha. You take off. He doesn't say what the ten-syllable uh, Krishna mantra is. The eighteen-syllable Krishna mantra is considered to be the uh, mother of all mantras, 
of all Krishna mantras that gives birth to other um, ten syllable, twelve syllable. Hmm. I think that's also, yeah. So, it, and they count it in different ways. Sometimes they don't count the seeds. So, Gopi, Janana, Bala, Bhaya, Swaha, ten. Hmm. So, for for Dasiras, the Krishna Nam will be prominent. For Sakiras, Patsaliras, the Govinda name, and for Madhuriras, the Gopijanabalabaya name, but in Priyanarmasak also in Gopijanabalabaya, that that fellow Gopakumar and Brihad Bhagavatamaji mentioned, he was that kind of Saka. Yeah. It just um, mentioned about Yanis who don't factor in bhakti, they exhaust their approach upon them fall back down. I, I understand that if there's no bhakti's not factored in, they'll fall back down, but what if all the the karma's been exhausted, what do they fall back into? I guess Krishna gives them more karma. Yeah, but it's yeah. Where, where does it all start out? Yeah. Well, the one who has some bhakti, the one who has some bhakti, merges. Hmm? Prabhupada says that they become philanthropists. Hmm. Build hospitals. He was referring to somebody uh, whose name I won't mention. <laughs> Build hospitals and so forth. And you, I, I went one time before you had explained that fall down, you were saying that they don't actually, they just are an illusion that they've become. That's the Bhagavatam says. Abhishuddha Buddha, Vimukta Manina. They think they're liberated, but they're not. Well, the Jivan Mukta is still in the proximity of the world or in relation to the world. The Prabhda Karma is still surrounding that Jivan Mukta Jnani. Hmm? So if the, he factors bhakti in, then his life is successful. You might say, then, if he doesn't factor bhakti in, does he even attain the stage of Jivan Mukti? Hmm? That could be in question. And, and, and then... He never gets out of the karma, and so he's gotten pretty far with it, but he didn't get out, so he starts it again, you know, and plugs back in, so to speak, and the fan can go pretty fast once you give it a little fuel. Yes? Is that what's being sort of described that you go to these 
heavenly planets, but you haven't achieved what you really need to achieve, so you're forced to come back down. And time, time seems to be a factor. They talk about thousands of years and this mm -hmm. kind of thing. So it's, it sounds like it's an elevation of, of still that box, that box yeah. sensation. And then somehow you transcend it once you've really given up the attachment for is that is that sort of the idea? Yeah. Then you go then you go into transcendental time in Leela. Then there's time there. It's eternal present, but there's also appearance of time. There's days and nights and so on. Oh. So with that, yeah. Can we wait till this evening? You coming this evening? Yeah. Okay. We'll stop there. Si si Radha Manan Mohan ki jai, Radha Gobinda ki jai, Radha Gopinath ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Brinda ki jai, Gaur Premanande.